yo, what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, indeedy. Got to feed the needy. It is episode number 33. Come aboard with me and you will see. I will take you from the depths of the sea to 3D. So get your butt in gear and come see me at Ball and Buds. That's B and B with my boy CD. Yeah, you know we taking over for the 930. Wait, that was Buster and Tribe. I'm back, but I'm never busting on my tribe. They got my back. We never busting, but we live. We busting on. T- All right, let me stop. <sighs> yeah. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars. You know nothing about that. Welcome, my friends. Welcome, my friends and family. Another week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always, we love you here at the Ball and Buds podcast. Drop it. Email. Drop it, oh. Ball and Buds at MVPSMB.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and Buds at MVPSMB.com. Anyway, so yes, welcome back another week, family. This week, we will have another sports and entertainment news compilation with ya boy, your favorite host with the mostess. Hostess, wait, I wouldn't be a hostess, though. That would be a girl. Host with the most, but that doesn't sound as cool. Anyways, doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baked, yo. Um, what was I saying? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> oh, this episode is brought to you by The Strains, Headband, and Blue Cheese. Headband, or colloquially known as OG Headband, is a hybrid indica sativa. It actually has 20%. It is uh, made from OG Kush and Sour D's. So that's the mix of that. And the reason it's called headband is because it actually gives you a little tightness around the crown of your head. And so it feels like you have a headband on. But that's just because that joint be hitting, son. Um, but yeah, it, it's good for, uh, it's definitely good for pain and relaxation if you have those. The blue cheese is an indica, uh, 18% THC. It is an indica, though, so um, it is good for uh, pain, stress, sleep. So definitely going to put you down, got a nice heaviness to it. Uh, the blue cheese is actually made from, it's a uh, blueberry phenotype with mixed with UK cheese. So it's actually a blueberry male mixed with a UK cheese female that gives you the blue cheese. The more you know. Smoke weed every day. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah. Finally, we will get you to an interview I did with Clubber D, the Combat G, for his special UFC 269 preview and review. Yes, not just a review, you get both. You get double folio price of admission, right? We're giving you value over here, friends. Now, actually, what happened was this fool, Clubber D, didn't hit me up until Saturday to talk about the pay-per-view, UFC 269. So, I was like, well, I already done put the podcast episode out. So, it's going to have to wait till next week. But anyways, you know me with my editing. I'm going to make it all good and nice and funny for y'all. So, we'll do the preview review like we've done with him before when this happened before. Because, you know, this has happened twice before, right? Uh, this is all how it always happens here at the Ball and Buzz Podcast. But that's right, because we love to do the preview and the review because it's so much more funny that way. So, get ready to crack your asses up. And then we got reports live. Say what? Live from Vegas for UFC 269. Oliveira versus Poirier. Nunez versus Pena. So, buckle in, strap up, let's get hit. Smoke weed every day. But first. You know how we like to start here on the Ball and Buds Podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Woo! Yes, yes, yes. Episode number 33. Family, we are here another week. Thank you for tuning in. And so anyways, another week. I hope y'all are blessed. I hope y'all been doing well since last week. Uh, so, my new laptop, as we talked about last week, got the new laptop in, so I'm able to finally do the podcast. Been working good the past week. Uh, business stuff, working on stuff for MVP Specialty Marketing Business, working on the podcast, doing some teaching, and, you know, just been, uh, as, my, as, my, as my buddy said the other day, I said, he said, where you been at? I ain't seen you in, like, a couple months. I said, man, I've been hibernating. I ain't even left the crib. Been hibernating in there. He said, yeah, big bears got to sleep. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so i just been, uh, you know, chilling, just uh, doing my work, trying to focus on the business, going to the gym, trying to get in that. Getting that physical fitness, getting that shape on, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we getting it in. Gonna, gonna get it in looking all fly for the ladies. <laughs> Next summer, gonna go out to the pool. They're gonna be like, who is the new guy? I'm gonna be like, oh, it ain't the new guy. It's the governor. Governor, babe. You know they call me the governor here, right? They call me the governor in my apartment complex. That's how long I've been here. Shout out my peoples. Shout out my sobro crew. Anyways. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into the sports and entertainment world news, biggest news going on right now. So actually, last week, let's get back. I forgot last week when I was talking to you all about the college football coaching changes and the college football playoffs and how my boy B's Michigan Wolverines made it in. I uh, completely forgot to talk about the actual matchups, the days and times and locations and all that. Um, You know, college football was crazy this year anyways. It was topsy-turvy season, which we had all seen 
and so that's what I'm going to blame that on that I forgot. Uh, but yeah, usually college football right has been separated into two classes, right? The super wealthy rich, and then you know, it's kind of like a real society. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But you got your power five, and then you got your others. And even if you're in the power five, really, if you're not one of the elite teams in the power five, uh, you really still got to go undefeated to even have a chance to get in, um, unless you have some sort of name brand behind you. That being said, this year was crazy, and so the power conferences were not able to keep Cincinnati the natty out. Congratulations to the Bearcats. We talked about that last week, how they made it in, but um, you know we didn't really talk about how important that is, being the first group of five team to break into the CFP, right, in its eight-year existence. That's huge because now it opens the door, right, kind of the Pandora's box for other teams to possibly come in. Now, again, you'd have to be undefeated just like Cincinnati was, but it's possible. There's always one team every year that almost goes undefeated anyways in the group of five or, you know, like UCF or uh, Boise State or, you know, stuff like that. Anyways, so, yeah, Cincinnati got in. They forced their way in. You know, usually the committee does not like to put those teams from those conf from those lower conferences in, but they had no choice whatsoever. Um, but two teams are representing the SEC, as we know. Uh, as usual, they are the strongest conference, and that's going to be Alabama and Georgia. And then, as we talked about, Michigan as well, who I think are coming in strong. Michigan and Cincinnati making their first appearances. That being said, the matchups. You will have the Bearcats from the Natty versus Alabama in the Cotton Bowl at AT&T Stadium, Jetty's World, which, by the way, I went to with my pops a few weeks ago, as y'all know, uh, for the Thanksgiving game. And, man, I forgot to tell y'all, that stadium is something else, man. It is huge. It's just amazing. Like, even from across the pond, like, it's so big. And then right when you walk inside, it's just like, <laughs> Huge, it's like an open air kind of like you can see the field right when you walk in. It's just, oh man, it it is amazing. If you, if it has to be on your bucket list to go watch a game at that stadium for sure. Now I just need to get out to Vegas to see my Raiders play at their new stadium, the Death Star, and then I want to get out to SoFi too because that joint looked, that joint looked dope as well. So, anyways, enough of that. Anyways, as I was saying, Cincinnati versus Alabama in the Cotton Bowl Friday, December 31st at 3.30 p.m. And then that will be followed up at 7.30 p.m. that night. That is New Year's Eve, obviously, with the Michigan Wolverines versus the Georgia Bulldogs. So get to watch some football all day before you go out that night. Please be safe. Don't drink and drive. And make sure to stay away from any nasty motherfuckers that may got the COVID. You know, some of these people don't be washing their hands in the bathroom. They'd be nasty like that. I mean, I don't understand people that do that. It really don't make no sense to me. I'd be seeing it, too, even after COVID. I'd be like, mm -mm, no, you better come back and wash your hands, please. You got to call them people out. got to call them out. That's just nasty. You suck, you jackass. I wash my hands at home a lot, so I don't even imagine that I would go out to a public place and not wash my hands. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. 
Moving on. The Heisman Trophy winner. Congratulations to Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young, who deserved it by far. Like, he was the best player by far. You know, starting off, he wasn't in the favorites. You know, uh, he had, obviously, getting acclimated, right, to playing college football his first year starting. So, um, But he came on so strong, and he actually had, I, I believe it was, 43 touchdowns, I want to say, was the number there. And amazing. So, uh, shout out to him. He deserved it. I think he's a better version of Tua. You know, I thought Tua was going to be good in the league, you know, barring any injuries. And obviously, that's what happened. Uh, or I still think he would be good. But I think Bryce Young is uh, Tua with just more talent. So, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, he'll be doing well playing on Sundays. Maybe even for my Raiders, because they're talking about blowing everything up. I wasn't even going to talk about my team this episode, because I really didn't want to. I love Derek Carr, by the way. Shout out, DC. I don't want to get rid of you, but they're talking about blowing everything up, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyways, I'm not talking about that. Moving on. MLS champions, Major League Soccer champions. It was a great game this past weekend, if you did not see it. We had the... New York Football Club versus the Portland Timbers. And so the New York Football Club won in in penalties. So they won 4-2 to two in PKs uh, after a 1-1 tie. So congratulations to them. Yeah! Moving on. There was a huge controversy in F1. So, between Mercedes's Lewis Hamilton and Red Bull's Max Verstappen, I don't know if you all heard about this, but this is a crazy story. So, Lewis Hamilton is like the Michael Jordan of F1, and he's also the only, uh, like, I believe he's the only black F1 driver, I believe. Anyways, so, very, very important, but he's also amazing, right? So, he has like seven championships in a row or something like that. I don't know, something crazy. I don't watch F1 that much, but I was watching... Because I thought I was intrigued by this race as I had heard the backstory of him and Max battling all year. Max being the young, you know, 24-year-old brash stud coming in, uh, trying to take over the crown from the older veteran, you know. So anyways, it really intrigued me. But the ending was crazy. So Hamilton was leading. He had the race locked up. And so there was a crash with five laps left. To his chagrin, he could have been, he was heard cursing up a storm over the radio, uh, which I would have been too. So what happens in that instance, though, is if that happens, they pull out the caution. And so the, the, the safety car comes out during the caution, and all the cars have to line up. This is in any racing. All the cars have to line up behind that safety car, right? Because they have to have people are cleaning the, the track, and so they don't want anybody running over those people. Anyways, so this allows all the cars to catch up to Hamilton. Well, there were five cars that were in between Hamilton and Verstappen when the crash happened. So technically, those five cars should have still been in between them when the race started. That being said, the race director, who I guess is like the czar and gets to make every decision, wanted more racing, is what he was heard to say. This is auto racing. We want car racing. So he let Verstappen move up behind Hamilton. Say what? And so 
this Verstappen kid had fresh tires. Hamilton had old tires and didn't pit. While Verstappen had pitted twice, I believe, within that past, you know, not that time. For, he pitted once during that time, but he also had pitted shortly before that, too. So you can imagine he had the fresher tires, Hamilton on the old tires, and he passed him in the last lap to win the championship. So technically, he would have not won the championship had they not made that decision to let him get ahead of those other cars. Uh, but that being said, that's what happened. They're trying to appeal it. They said, nah, uh-uh. So I don't know that they're going to get that appeal, but I guess that's, that's jacked up. I'd be pissed, too. Not going to lie. That's kind of fucked up. I'd be mad. It also, uh, when you watch it, though, Hamilton also took the outside um, path on, on turn number five. He took the outside lane and left the opening for Verstappen to take the inside, and that's exactly what happened. He should have never done that anyways. But I think with the old tires, he didn't really have a choice because he needed it for the stability. I don't know. I'm not much of a racing expert, but, you know, I've, I know from watching what I know. Anyways, all right, whatever. Moving on. The biggest sports story of the weekend, Amanda Nunez, the GOAT, was upset. Say what? Upset by Juliana Benya. Yes, congratulations to her. She tapped Nunez out in the second round. I am not going to take my Combat Sports Insider, our Combat Sports Insider, Clubber D, the Combat G's shine. No, I will not. So I will not say much about that because here in a few minutes, you are going to get to hear everything that he had to say about it. So stay tuned for that. All I will say is that she did not look into it. She didn't look enthusiastic. She didn't look focused. Uh, something was off. So it just wasn't her night. She's going to have a rematch. We'll see what happens. But yeah, stay tuned for the, to see what Clubber D, the combat G, got to say for you. Moving on. In the entertainment world, Elon Musk was named Times Person of the Year. So, uh, the obviously the owner and of Tesla and SpaceX, right? The owner and whatever. Elon, you know who the hell Elon Musk? I don't need to explain who Elon. I don't think I should have. I don't think I need to explain to anyone who Elon Musk is, unless you live under a rock. I'm sure you know who the hell Elon Musk. Anyways, so he was uh, voted Time Man of the Year, and so. Also honored by them were the heroes, which were the vaccine scientists, for coming up with the vaccine, obviously. And then Athlete of the Year went to Simone Biles, so obviously Olympic champion and mental health advocate. So um, they got their flowers for doing, you know, good things, while Elon Musk got his for being a person that was talked about a lot. So that's the thing people don't understand about the time person of the year, they think it's supposed to go to somebody who did something good, but that's actually not what it is at all. Uh, the definition is supposed to be anybody who was talked about, who brought up the most conversation in the world, right? So good or bad, it doesn't matter, to, which can be seen actually from past recipients. Uh, so this is a list of past recipients. Last year was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Before that, Charles Lindbergh, uh, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Adolf Hitler, uh, MLK Jr., Mahatma Gandhi, um, Queen Elizabeth, Mark Zuckerberg, Greta Thunberg. So as you can see, they're not all good people. 
but just whoever brings up the most conversation, and you cannot deny that he was doing that, right? I mean, at the snap of his fingers, you know, stock market goes up and down, and that's what they said uh, time in their description of why he won. Uh, they said that he tosses satellites into orbit and harnesses the sun. He drives a car he created that uses no gas and barely needs a driver. With the flick of his fingers, the stock market soars or swoon. Kind of like Thanos and shit. Anyways. With all six stones, I could simply snap my fingers. They would all cease to exist. I call that mercy. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, who was the person of the year. So shout out to him, the vaccine scientist, and Simone Biles. <laughs> Moving on. Dr. Oz is quitting his daytime talk show, which has been going on for 13 seasons, to run for the Senate in Pennsylvania. Say what? So we will see how that works out for him. But he had to quit the show because there's a rule when you're running for office that all the candidates have to have equal amount of airtime, which I guess means they can only be on the same debates and things like that. So he had to lose his show. So I hope it was worth it to him because if he don't get elected, because, I mean, he's not, he's a controversial figure. It's not like he's liked by everybody. You know, he's very controversial. Um, so if he doesn't get elected, then he's, he can't go back. They ain't going to bring him back to the show. I, I mean, maybe they will. I don't know. Uh, seems like a risky maneuver is all I'm saying. So, uh, hey, more props to him, I guess, for going for it. But we'll see what happens. Um, but anyways, he is obviously not shy of any controversy, right? He is a celebrity doctor. You know, a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to the lies um, he's told, like, you know, the specialty diet pills and all that stuff. So <laughs> you can check that out. That's pretty crazy. But anyways, so he threw his hat in the ring on November 30th. And so the cardiothoracic surgeon uh, has long been, obviously, as I mentioned, a controversial figure in the medical world, medical treatments and making misleading scientific claims. Um, but anyways, so we'll see what happens with that. And that's all. That's all, folks. I just wanted to chop it up with y'all family a little bit. You know I love y'all. I just wanted to chop it up with y'all a little bit on the sports and entertainment world. Tell y'all what was going on. But now it is time to get you to Clubber D, the Combat G. We will take you into first. You're going to get his preview because remember we got that. Uh, we, we talked We got that. We talked to him late on Saturday. So we have that here, so you're going to hear his UFC 269 preview, and then right after that, you're going to hear his review, which we got from him live. Say what? Live from Vegas for UFC 269. Oliveira versus Poirier. Nunez versus Pena. Enjoy, my friends. And now, without further ado, he is our combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G. Yo, yo, what's up, my brother? What is good? How are you doing today, my friend? What up, O? What up, O? What up? Oh! It's your main man, Clubber D. You know I'm in a place to be. 
known as the Combat G. You already know who to ask. Anyways, first and foremost, if anybody, anybody wants me to shout out their mother, because trust me, the place you were born from, I've been up in it. Email, drop it out. Ball and Bugs at MVPSMB.com. Yo, yo, my brother, what is good on this Saturday? So what's good, my dude? What you got for us on this UFC 269 preview, my brother? Yo, 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 yo. It's your main man, Clubber D, with the flow. I'm here talking to O, live in Las Vegas. I'm back here, okay? I was in Staples Center in L.A. Uh, a couple weeks ago for the Javante Tank Davis fight. It was on a Sunday night. I appreciate that. You guys had me in a good hotel, so we're good on that. But staying in my usual spot, you know what I'm saying? Cosmopolitan, on the Strip, Las Vegas. It's fight night, okay? So what's happening? Why am I here? What fight am I going to? We all know where I'm going to. You guys know where I'm at. I'm at UFC 269. And yes, 269. And that's not what's going to happen after the fight with someone's mom. But anyways, let's talk about who's fighting. You got the reigning and defending, first time defending, champion at lightweight, Charles Oliver going against Dustin Poirier, coming off his win against Conor McGregor when uh, Conor snapped his, uh, his ankle. No! 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 Charles Oliveira, he has the belt. You know what I'm saying? He got it. Uh, once Khabib retired, uh, he beat Michael Chandler. So this is this is his first title defense. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens with that. And you also got the GOAT, the best female fighter out right now, Amanda Nunez, the 135, the 145 champ. Champ champ status. She's going against uh, Juliana Pena. Um, so you also got uh, C- Cody Garbrandt. This is his first fight at 135. You also got uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley on the on the card. You know what I'm saying? He's the colorful one. They're trying to push him. He's you know he, he he's like a he looks like Riff Raff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got the color colorful hair. He had went to the press conference talking shit to Cody Garbrandt. You know what I'm saying? He's not even fighting Cody, but you know they. They want to do a face-off, and Sean O'Malley, he's, he's entertaining. He's not bad, um, so I got him winning. He's going to win easily. Club bangers. Uh, they're still trying to push him. Hopefully, he becomes a star. Um, you got Cody fighting in flyweight, which is a new division for him. Um, so I think he didn't look too punch drunk his last fight against um, Font, but, you know, I, I – I'm a fan of Cody, so I think I think he'll pull through and win this. Club bangers. As far as the title fights, you know, a woman's bantamweight uh, titles on the line of Manny Nunez, as I mentioned earlier, the goat. She's fighting. Who cares? Because she's gonna win. That's a club banger. I repeat, that's a club banger. Club bangers. Manny Nunez. Defending her title again, she's going to win. Now to the main event, we got Charles Oliveira defending his belt for the first time against Dustin Poirier. I love Charles. He's a great fighter. I followed his career since he first started in the UFC. Dustin, he's been interim champion before he was humbled by Khabib. I got Dustin winning. That's a club banger. 
I repeat, that's a club banger. I got Dustin winning. So those, those are the two club bangers for the day. I got Dustin winning the belt. That's a club banger. And I got a successful title defense by Amanda Nunez. Juliana Pena, you know, you're a good fighter. It's all good. It happens. I know you was talking shit at the, the press conference, but hey, I repeat, that's a club banger. You lost one. Meanwhile. Eventually. One eternity later. Quick recap. You know, I just woke up. It's 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, West Coast time. Um, I was out all last night at the Cosmopolitan. Uh, we had to go to MGM, and then we did like, a, you know, uh, went to the Voodoo Lounge, did all that stuff out in Vegas. Uh, you know, the fights were ridiculous. Uh, Stop capping. Uh, one of the biggest upsets in UFC history. Yes, one of the biggest upsets with Juliana Pena beating Amanda Nunez. Okay? If you listen to my tape, I said before, I am the after-the-fact king. All right? So what I said before, regardless of what I said before, don't listen to that. You listen to this right now. We have a new champion, okay? The biggest upset we've ever seen, all right? And the theme of the night is we're naked choked because that's how she won in the second round. Amanda Nunez was tap, 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 tapping on a ref's hand. Get her out of there. New champion. Your reign is over with. I'm talking junk, but she's the she's the good when it comes to female uh, MMA. You know, I can't nobody touch her. She still she still has another belt. You know, she and she she was bound to lose at at some point. Uh, Pena just went in. She approached this fight like others don't approach Amanda Nunez. She wasn't scared. Okay, her strength is wrestling. Okay, so she wanted to take her down. She wanted to take her back. She wanted to to maybe ground a pounder. You know what I'm saying? But what what did she do? She stood up and banged with her. You know what I'm saying? That jab was pa. Pah, pah, take that. You know what I'm saying? When the, when the head snaps, snaps back like that, that's what we call the si senor. Si senor, si senor. That, that's, what, that's what she was doing. Head was popping back like that, okay? Ridiculous. Just take a second and try it for yourself. Pop your head back and say si senor. It works. It's, it's pretty funny. If you don't like it, blame your mother. She likes it. Anyways, so we got a new champ. All right. Um, I don't know if there's going to be an immediate rematch. Uh, who knows if uh, Nunez is going to defend her other title or stay at this weight class and uh, and uh, try to run his back. But a star is born. We have a star. The Venezuelan vixen. Yes, Juliana Pena. You know what I'm saying? I called up Oz again. I called up uh, Magali Ordonez, you know what I'm saying? I called them to let them know. Homegirl won, you know. They were like, yeah, we have, they're going to throw a party, but the, the government's a little, 
it's a shambles right now down there. So I don't know if they're gonna do a party, but you know what I'm saying? They're gonna do something for her. We already talked about that. I might be uh, uh, driving a bus when they do that stuff. Anyways, Charles Oliveira, okay? My man defending his title against Dustin Poirier. Another rear naked choke, third round. Okay, so not only did he win the belt since Khabib retired, he successfully defended it. Now you're a real champion. And they always say you got to be a champ. You're not a champ until you defend the belt. Okay, so he's defending the belt. Now next is probably uh, Justin Gagey, which will probably be a a fun barn burner, whatever that fight is uh, scheduled. But, you know, we got a lot of good fights coming out here. And... I couldn't make it to the Lomachenko fight, but someone's mom gave me the highlights, and I watched it later. Hold it right there, man. I'll be taking that. Ah! Dominated Richard Comey, you know what I'm saying? Lomachenko's still the man at 135. He has options. Who who who, who knows what they want to do at top rank? Uh, you know, that's Bob Arum. You know, they, they could try to avoid the Devin Haney fight, kind of like how he gave Devin Haney the WBC belt because he didn't want to fight him and, and fought Teofimo Lopez instead. Uh, he can fight for that belt. He can fight uh, George Cambosa, um, who has all the other belts besides the WBC that Devin Haney owns. I would say Tank, but Floyd doesn't want his fighter fighting anybody that can actually fight. So he, they're just going to high Tank and have him fight, you know, um, fucking Jersey Johnson or uh, or uh, <laughs> Southeast Sean. Say what? Or somebody like that. So some somebody with no name. They're gonna they're gonna have tank fight just so they can claim that they're getting pay per view numbers. Well, their last pay per view that was last Sunday didn't even do a hundred thousand. But let's not talk about that. It's another story. Nope. Denied. But, you know, it's your main man, Clubber D. I'm out of here. Uh, it's early. I'm getting brunch. I got to meet up with this lady. Um, you know, she had saw me uh, last night. She wanted me to go to her room, but her husband was still there. Well, it could be your mom's. You never know. Don't, don't get mad at me. It's not my fault. Um, remember, your mom likes me more than she likes her detachable shower head. Remember that. All right, Clubber D, I'm out. Yes, yes, we thank you so much, Clubber D, for all of your insight. For all the laughs, we appreciate it. So, family, I hope y'all enjoyed those segments with our Combat Sports Insider Clubber D, the Combat G. One thing I would like to know, and I didn't ask him because it was actually before, or sorry, this happened after we talked, uh, but just yesterday, or the day before, I believe, uh, Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury's brother, dropped out of his fight with Jake Paul. And so now Ty... Ron Woodley is actually going to have a rematch with Jake Paul after the last fight where we both said that Woodley was not fighting enough, wasn't throwing enough punches and things like that. So could Woodley have, could Woodley win? Yeah, of course. Um, But I need to get his thoughts on that now that that came out because now it's going to be a rematch. Tyson Fury's brother, Tommy Fury dropped out. So now it's going to be a, hmm, I need to get his, hmm. I need to know what Clubber D the Combat G has to say about this. Hmm. I wonder. No, yeah,
the music. Cut the music. And cut the music. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cut the music. What? Let me clear my throat. Who's <clears throat> that? It's a Clubber D break. And if you don't like that, I'm breaking your moms off later. Did you say let's talk about it, oh? Did you say let's talk about it, oh? Did you say let's cover this? Okay, well, I'm going to cover it, okay? Let's talk about Jake Paul against Tyron Woodley, too. We all thought it was going to be thought it was going to be Jake Paul against Tommy Fury. If you don't know, he is the half-brother of unified heavyweight champion Tyson Fury. Tommy Fury on a reality show across the pond. I didn't care about it. Didn't watch it. I have a life. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? But anyways... He wants to be a boxer. He boxed at Jake Paul's last uh, pay-per-view against Tyron Woodley. And uh, I guess he did pretty well, pretty stiff, usual uh, across-the-pond fighter. You know, pretty, uh, you know, they're, they're, only a few of them can move around, but generally they're kind of stiff. You know, it must be a team crumpus. Who knows? But anyways, um, they were scheduled to fight uh, this upcoming Saturday, December 18th, uh, down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, I should be down there. I, I think I'm fly out uh, tomorrow. Uh, this is midweek, so it'll be around Thursday. I'm going to link up with a couple people, say what's up to Hulk Hogan, John Cena, um, you know, uh, Christy Alley, and a couple other uh, celebrities down there that I link up with when I'm down there. But anyways, that's another story. Not going to tell you about that. Uh, You're bullshitting. Uh, so Tommy Fury had to cancel, okay? He uh, claimed it was a chest infection. Um, his father came out and said that Fury was an idiot and let somebody punch him in the gut with his bare hand and cracked a rib and that messed up his whole training. So they had to get a last minute replacement. Tyron Woodley said, Hey, let's do it. So now you got Tyron Woodley getting a second crack at Jake Paul. You know, he just had an interview recently saying that, you know, he fought kind of nervous and, and was just hesitant uh, fighting him. You know, he took his power, but was pressing forward, but just didn't release his hands. You know, when I first saw him spar, he looked kind of stiff. I was like, Oh Lord, it's gonna be embarrassing. And I thought he was about to go to the metaverse and all Jake Paul was about to uh, son him like he did uh, Ben Askren and uh, Nate Robinson and the other YouTube guy he fucking no one cares about. Hey, what happened? <laughs> but it didn't happen with the whole rounds. It was a, I had Jake Paul winning. Uh, well, he did have him hurt, but um, he complained about the ropes being a little high, things of that nature. This fight, it's kind of like Charlo, Canelo, and the rest of them when they don't fight in Vegas. Uh... There's no Vada testing, so we don't know what Jake Paul could be on. We don't know what Woodley could be on because there's no drug testing for this fight since it's happening in Florida. You you do the math yourself. But besides that fight, you got my, my guy. If you don't know about Clubber D, the combat G, he's a 49er faithful. So my guy, Frank Gore, will be fighting Darren Williams. I... You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Darren, Deron, whatever his name is, I don't know. I'm going with Frank Gore. You know, first of all, he's darker. He's ugly. So if you're ugly and you're dark, you can fight. I'm just saying. There, uh, Deron Williams, Darren Williams, where the fuck your name is. Uh, he's light skinned, so he might be soft. I'm just saying. Light skinned people don't get mad at me. If you do, do something. Triple kill. Anyways, uh. There, it's, it's basketball versus football. Like, what is going on here? I mean, I get it. Everybody wants to box. I mean, I don't think these financially these guys need it. But it's just, 
it's, I don't think it's going to take away from from the event. But look at look who's fighting. You know, you got an ex UFC champion against uh, a YouTube guy. So can't really talk about these two guys fighting when they're fighting on a, a, a fucking uh, uh, look at me card anyway. So I'll be down there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, where you got me? I think you got me staying at the the Intercontinental. Uh, I think that's downtown. Uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be downtown. I'll be hanging out in Ebor City, you know. Say what's up to my people's down there. Um, I'll be in somebody's mom's house later that night. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Near, probably near Raymond James Stadium. Um, but uh, it is where it is. Uh, I'm going to check in after this fight. My my prediction, I'm going to say I got Jake Paul. Uh, I think I, I got him getting another decision. Um, I have been, Cubber D has been wrong lately. But that's because after the fact, King, has been off his game, okay? I will confess, I have been off my game because your mom is wearing me out, all right? I'm tired. <laughs> but I think I'm back. So I'm going with Jake Paul by decision, all right? That's a club banger. And uh, as far as Frank Gore, I'm going with Frank Gore, uh, second round knockout, for sure, okay? Four, you can, you can book that. You can, you can, you can fan duel, uh, uh, MGM Sports, Barstool, I don't care what you do. You can go to Leroy on the corner. Book that bet. Frank Gore, second round knockout. That's a club banger. I repeat, that's a club banger. Club banger. It's your main man, Clubber D, the Combat G, always in a place to be. And I gotta go run to the bathroom, take a PP. Oh! Yeah. Now listen! That's called motherfucking bond! You know nothing about that! Who still says PP? Is that still allowed? Like, do adults say PP still? I gotta take a PP? Pull out the wee wee, take a PP? Uh, you know what? I'm out of here. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Get the f out of here! And so, before I let you go, I just wanna talk about. Something so there was the lawsuit in the case with the gymnast, the U.S. Olympic gymnast, and the Larry Nasser doctor, nasty motherfucker. Anyways, um, so they had the settlement in court recently for three hundred eighty million dollars, uh, which was added to the five hundred million dollar settlement that they already had before. But this has been like a five year long battle with the G USA Gymna gymnastics and the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee and. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, these organizations failed, right? We all know that they failed. They failed to protect these young women and these athletes and let this monster, right, uh, who I can't even fathom the sickness in his head with, if that would allow you to molest over 500 little girls. It's just disgusting, and I can't even... Uh, um, I, he deserves to be put to death already. He deserves to have been killed, but I don't know why they're keeping him alive. I don't know what the threshold is. Like, how many fucking people do you have to fucking abuse before you get put to death? Like, that seems kind of outrageous, doesn't it? Like, I mean, even one is outrageous, but five, over 500? Like, that seems a, I think we can, I think we can get rid of that person at this point, right? I mean, Lord forgive me for saying things like that, but I'm just saying, man, that's a, that's a bad person. Anyways, I don't want to talk about him. I just want to set my prayers and my positivity and strength out to all those people that were affected by this, not only the athletes, the young ladies, but also their families. And uh, so hopefully, I know money doesn't ease their pain, isn't going to bring back their youth, 
or anything like that. And so we, we know, we hope that the best for them, but at least that they can, you know, as the first victim said, close the chapter to this book, right? And they can start moving on and hopefully everyone can start healing from this. And so, yes, yes, that is the episode, episode 31, another lovely week, friends and family. Thank you, as always. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Clever D, the Combat G, and yours truly. So, again, if you have any questions, any comments, anything for our new mailbox, please send it to ballandbuds at MVPSMB. Dot com. That again is Ball and Buds at M is in Mama because I love my mama. V is in Victor. Shout out Sonic Groove. P is in Papa because I love my Papa. S is in Son because I be sunning y'all fools. M is in Mama again because I love my mama twice. And B is for Boy as in Boy. If y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox and so we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episode's post show. So again, holla at us. That being said, we will see you next week for episode number 32. Thank you so much for the support, everyone here at the Ball and Budge podcast. We all thank you for the support. Drop it, O. Ball and Budge at MVPSMB.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and Budge at I love y'all, family. Hope you have a blessed week. And we will see y'all next week. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. All right.